0: Welcome to a new episode of the Lighthouse Victory Temple Church Podcast. Let's join Pastor Strickland as he shares another life-changing message.
1: Thank God. We thank you Lord for you this morning. Praise God. we continuing our study and our reading in the book of Hosea. And we said on last Sunday how the book of, the book of Hosea it speaks to us about God's loyal love that He has for His people, which is the nation of Israel. You know, from the very beginning, now the very existence of of Israel, the Lord chose to love them not because of who they were, or what they were, but He chose to love them. Praise God, because of who He is and what He is. Praise the Lord! Ain't that good that God doesn't just Pick people out, having respect a person that he going to love this one and hate that one. I know somebody asked me, said, well, the Bible said God loved Israel, but he hated who? Esau. You got to understand that type of love and hate relationship there. In other words, God loved Jacob more than he loved. You're not saying he loved Jacob more than he loved Esau, but he hated Esau. In other words, Esau became idolatrous. In other words, he was the father of the Edomites. God hate the sin. Y'all hear what I'm saying? Not the person. Because he blessed Esau. Huh? Praise God. And he blessed Jacob. Praise the Lord. He hate the sin. And the descendants of Esau. What they turn out to become. They were known as the Edomites. And they were pagan. Huh? They learned the ways of the heathens. That's what happened. Praise the Lord. When God said he hates Esau. He was speaking of Edom, the Edomites. And they eventually were destroyed, praise God. Like all the wicked, going to be destroyed one day, praise the Lord. But when it comes to God's love, relationship with the nation of Israel, the Lord chose to love Israel, praise God, based on two reasons. And those two reasons, He chose to love Israel based on His character. As to who he is, huh? In other words, the Bible says God is what in character. He's love. Am I right? Praise the Lord. Cannot God choose who He wants to love? Praise the Lord. Did you choose who you wanted to love? I'm talking about those you that got married. It's those you that looking to get married. Praise the Lord. Huh? Praise God. So God chose the one that He wanted to what love to set His love upon. I'm all right about it. I chose the one who I want to set my love upon. Sister Strickland. So you see? So why not God? Praise God. Praise the Lord. But the Bible says that God loved the world, didn't he? Because he made it. He made it for his own purpose and his own what? Pleasure. Praise God. So when you look at God and choosing the nation of Israel, the Bible says in Deuteronomy, he said he did not, choose to love them because they were more in number huh but they were the fewest of all what people praise God so the Lord chose to love Israel because God is a what covenant keeping God huh he's a covenant keeping God the Bible says Deuteronomy 7 and 9 he is a faithful God see God going to be faithful to his promise that he made to their fathers Abraham Isaac and Jacob right so he's a covenant-keeping God. You know, so many folks are breaking their covenant vows, right? Huh? In the marriage relationship. This is what we're talking about. But God never breaks his covenant. Even though Israel broke its covenant to obey God, but God never breaks his covenant. He's still gonna remain what? Faithful. Huh? In the relationship. You know, that's hard, isn't it, for a husband to For a wife to remain faithful To a man And he walks out on her Huh? It's hard for you But when it comes to God God ain't going to turn And and go and seek some other lover Like Israel did Right? Praise the Lord Praise God But you know it says a lot about a man Or a woman who remained true and faithful to his wife Now you got people like that now you hear what I'm saying? Even though the man that walked out on them, and yet, they are still, what? Faithful. Huh? In their mind and body and spirit to their husband. Huh? Praise God. They will not go and get another one like so many of them doing today. Y'all hear what I'm saying? Now, God could have replaced Israel if He wanted to. And you see, I was talking about last week, I said, God has not replaced Israel. Huh? God still loved Israel. He never stopped loving Israel. Huh? And hear what Deuteronomy said, 79. He is the faithful God which keepeth covenant and mercy with them that love him and keep his what? Commandments. To a thousand generations. So his love for his people is an everlasting love. Huh? It is a love that will never what? Cease. It's the same kind of love. That God loves you and me with. Y'all know that? Praise the Lord. It's the same kind of love that he loved you and me. You know, because I told it to you, St. John 3 and 16. Said, for God so loved the what? The word. That he did something. What did he do? He gave. Huh? His only what? Begotten Son, didn't he? He in other words, he offered up Christ as a what? Sacrifice. You talking about the sacrificial love of God? Huh? That's what God
0: did.
1: That's what love is. Love is self-sacrificing. Huh? Praise the Lord. That God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believing in him shall not perish, but have what? Everlasting life. Now, if you have everlasting life, then because of God's everlasting love. Huh? So he loves us with an everlasting love. And he promised to give us what? everlasting life. You know what Apostle Paul said in the book of Romans? He said, if God be for us, who can be against us? See, God's love is for you. It's not against you. Huh? God hates sin. Now, he's against sin. But if you're in Christ, he's for you. Y'all hear what I'm saying today? You see, all who seek to come against his people, the church, huh? Don't you know they will be coming against the Lord himself? Paul found that out, didn't he? He found that out on the road of Damascus, didn't he? He was on his way to bring what? Them, the saints and bring them to prison, huh? And chains and feathers, huh? Praise God, until he met who? Jesus had to stop him. God, Jesus said to Paul, Paul, it's hard for you to kick against the pricks. Yes. He said, why persecutest thou me? Was he persecuting Jesus personally? When you mess with his church, you mess with him directly. Y'all hear what I'm saying? That's why the Lord said, the gates of hell shall not what? Prevail against my church because I'm watching over it. Because I'm keeping it at the apple, as the apple of my eye. Huh? I'm protecting it. I'm preserving the church. I'm talking about true believers now. Huh? I'm talking about those who are in Christ. Because the Bible says there is no condemnation to them that are in Christ Jesus. Who walk after the spirit and not after the flesh. Now you can condemn if you're walking in the things of the flesh. Mm -hmm. In the things of the world. Huh? Mm -hmm. So therefore, God's love for us is an everlasting love. You can say like Jeremiah said. I have, yea, have I loved thee with an everlasting love have I, what, drawn thee. Did not God drew you to himself? Huh? You weren't thinking about God, but God showed you some love and compassion through somebody that invited you to church. Somebody who took time up with you. Somebody who shared the word of God with you. Huh? Somebody said, I'm going to pray for you, sister. Somebody said, I'm going to pray for you, brother. Huh? And that's what drew you. It was the love of God. Huh? And that's why we got to love the world. Like God loved it. Huh? Unselfishly. Self-sacrificially. Self-sacrificially. Huh? Y'all hear what I'm saying today? So God loves us. Don't let nobody tell you that he don't. And don't don't let nobody say that God don't love them. You know what I'm saying? Praise God. God do love. All men, mm-hmm. in spite of what race, creed, or color. Huh? Mm-hmm. Praise the Lord. And when we look at St. John in the 13th chapter, verse 1, Jesus was approaching the final day, the final hour that he was going to spend with his disciples. When Jesus, the Bible said, when Jesus knew that his hour was come, that he was going to leave his disciples, he was going to die, and, 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 and he was going to bear this, our sins on the cross. He won't suffer death that he should depart out of this world unto the Father. He was leaving. Huh? Listen to what the scripture said, having loved it his own which were in the world. Listen, that not only include, they're not only uh make exclusive for the disciples. They was in the world, but he's talking about you too. Huh? We are in this world but we're what? Not of this world. Huh? Amen. So God loved us while we are in this world.
0: Huh?
1: Amen. The Bible said he loved it his own while in this world. Huh? That's what the Scripture said. He loved it his own which were in the world. Right? Yeah. Then it said he loved them unto the end. Don't that sound like unceasing? Don't that sound like undying? Huh? Jesus loved his father with an unceasing and an undying love. Ain't that wonderful? That's beautiful, isn't it? Even while he was on the cross, he said, Father, forgive them. Only love can do that. Huh? Forgive them for they know not what they do. They knew they were killing Jesus. They thought they were getting rid of him. But they didn't. Praise God. But listen. But Jesus said forgive them for they know not what they do. They didn't know they were killing their Messiah. Huh? They thought he was an imposter. Huh? They didn't want him to be the Messiah. Because they wanted to continue like they were going. Because he exposed them for what they were. Huh? Praise the Lord. So when we look at this relationship that Hosea had with his wife, Goma, this marriage relationship between Hosea and Goma, it was God's way to dramatize or describe his love for his people. And not only that, to show how unlovely Israel was toward him. In other words, Goma was unfaithful to who? Hosea, wasn't it? Just like Israel was unfaithful to God, right? So, this part two of our message today uh, how God's loyal your love for his people. God's loyal your love for his people. In the book of Hosea, in the second chapter, verses 1 through 13, we, we're going to probably cover 13 verses here. Hosea, second chapter, verse 1 through 13. And, Brother Mark, if you would uh, read for us, uh, Hosea, Second chapter, verses one through thirteen. All right, who got it? All right, let me go ahead and read. Say ye unto your brethren, "Amen, amen." And so unto your sister, Ruhamah, plead with your mother. For she is not my wife. Neither am I her husband. Let her therefore put away her whoredoms. Out of her sight. And the adulteries from between her breasts. God is speaking to Hosea. But he also speaking to who? His people. Israel. Huh? The word Ami means my people. That's what it means. The word Ruhamah. Means mercy is. Huh? So listen. The Lord is telling Hosea to speak. To those. Who are faithful to him. Listen. Those who are the remnant. In the nation. See everybody ain't going to be practicing whoredoms. The whole nation. There was somebody. Who knew who God was. And who served the Lord. And that's called the remnant. Of the nation. God has always had a remnant. People who are not bow down to idols. People gonna serve him no matter what. A remnant of believers, down through the ages. So God sees and he declares to, to them, to his people, that they shall what? Obtain what? Mercy. So my people, mercy is. Right? Ami uh, mean, and Ruhamah mean mercy is. Now look at this verse number two. Read verse number two for Brother Mark.
0: Plead with your mother, plead, for she is not my wife, neither am I her husband. Let her therefore put away her whoredoms out of her sight and her adulteries from between her breasts.
1: Listen, he's telling the remnant, this is what you need to do. Huh? Mm -hmm. This is what the remnant need to do. Plead with the unfaithful in Israel. Mm -hmm. Listen, say, that's what we need to plead with the people who are unfaithful to God in the church. Y'all hear what I'm saying? Plead with them. Huh? Come back to the Lord. Come back and, and surrender and commit your ways to the Lord. Huh? Praise the Lord. So God sees it, right? Notice what the Lord said. The Lord said, she is not my wife. Huh? No. She's not my wife. No. So everybody's in the church. Don't belong to who? God. No. God. Amen. Hmm. Uh huh. And God said, "I'm not her what? No. Husband." Y'all see that? No. But this talking about Israel now. Talking about Israel. All right. I'm just relating it to the church. No. But listen. Verse number three, what'd it say?
0: Lest I strip her naked and set her as in the in the day that she was born and make her as a wilderness and set her like a dry land and slay her with thirst.
1: You see the condition God put on them to turn, to come back? You got to stop your whoredoms. Huh? Yeah. You got to stop your whoredoms. Huh? Yeah. This is what God tell them to put away your idolatries. Put away your lovers. Huh? Uh-huh. Right? All the idols, which were their lovers, right? Put away your lovers in their holotry, which is whoredom, right? In other words, stop your sinful evil practices. Yeah. See, a lot of times people want to put away their lovers, but then again, they still want to keep them in secret. Still want to practice it. Y'all hear what I'm saying? They won't let you see that they're going to deal with their lovers. And I don't know if y'all ever read the book of Ezekiel. God had to show Ezekiel. Come on, Ezekiel, let me show you what's going on in the secret chambers. What the children of Israel is doing. God will pull back the curtain, and there he is, and women's over in the temple worshiping the sun god Tammuz. Can you imagine that? This happened in Ezekiel. Huh? Worshiping the sun god Tammuz. So you see, the children of Israel, they want to intermingle and incorporate true worship with false worship. People doing that today, say. Folks are doing that today. Huh? God said He going to strip them. Didn't he? He said, I'm going to strip you naked. Huh? And I'm going to set her in that day. In the day she was born. In other words, they call it the birthday suit, right? Huh? He's going to strip you down and expose you to the elements of the drought and barrenness. Y'all hear what I'm saying? That's what God said He was gonna to do to the children of Israel. Read the fourth verse. What it says?
0: And I will not have mercy upon her children, for they be the children of whoredom.
1: You hear what God said? I'm not gonna have mercy on the children because they were born out of what? Whoredom, right? Born out of what? Whoredom. That's what God said. Children of H- 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 tree, huh? Because you know what they did? They went after the Same idols that mama did. (laughs) Huh? Same out. Y'all heard the the saying, saying, like mama, like daughter, like daughter, like mama? Huh? So listen, Hosea's wife had some children. I ain't talking about the three children that were born by Hosea, but the children that were born uh, by... uh, uh, that was, that was in, uh, already were born now here's the thing this is, may be a theological thing for you but somebody would say well why would God ask Hosea to marry a woman who is was uh, practicing whoredoms could it not be in that when he first married her she was not practicing whoredoms until after the fact you see what I'm saying it was after the fact. Not that she had children already born through by whoredoms. You see what I'm saying? But it was after the fact she went out. Started out. Think about with Israel. When God called Israel out of Egypt, they was an infant. That was not his son, right? He, they, they were not his wife. But God took them out of Egypt as an infant, as growing up, as adolescent and so forth. and so. But after a while... Israel began to what? Practice mm-hmm. idolatry. Okay? Straight away. Mm-hmm. So God had already had a relationship with Israel. Hosea had already had a relationship with his wife Gomer. You know what I'm saying? But she probably, no doubt, went out and began to practice what? Whoredoms. Mm-hmm. Think about that. All right? Mm-hmm. What do verse number five say?
0: For their mother have played the harlot. She that conceived them have done shamefully. For she said, I will go after my lovers, that give me my bread and my water, my wool and my flax, mine oil and my drink. Do you hear what she says?
1: This is what she says here. These idols were called Israel's what? Lovers, right? Whom they said, the one who provided for them. Huh? Can you imagine that? I want y'all to see the picture of Hosea, his wife telling him, "Said, look, I'm going back to my lovers. Huh? I'm gonna go back to my lovers. They did, they did this for me. They done that for me, and so forth. Right? And this is what they were saying. They provided for them. So Israel had great contempt for who? For God. Now God was the one who really provided for them. God was the one who prospered them. I'm right? Huh? but listen they won't give the credit to the false god Baal mm-hmm. uh-huh. but God was the one who provided they won't give him credit for it y'all see the bitching
0: uh-huh.
1: read the 6th verse therefore
0: behold I will hedge up thy way with thorns and make a wall that she shall not find her path.
1: you hear what God said he was going to do to them the Lord going to place some roadblocks in their way right he's going to cut them off you know why he's cutting them out? Because he, he don't want her to go back to the lovers. Huh? Yeah. See, God doing everything he can to bring his, bring his people back. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. A man that really loves his wife, he's going to fight for her. Yeah. Y'all hear me? Yeah. This is God's way of fighting for her. He's going to chase in Israel. Now, we can't group our wives now. <laughs> Y'all hear what I'm saying? But you do everything to make it hard for her. Huh? But she can't go out and be with her lovers. God's going to put a roadblock in their way. Cutting her path off, right? From her idols, which are her lovers, right? So God's way of doing it is chasing them. Am I right about it? Now this demonstrates God's what? Loyal love. The Bible says, if you be without chasing, you are not a son, right? That means God don't love you. If he you don't, don't whoop you, and bring you back in line. Huh? What verse number eight say? I All right, read verse seven.
0: And she shall follow after her lovers, but she shall not overtake them. And she shall seek them, but shall not find them. Then shall she, then shall she say, "I will go and return to my first husband, for then for then was it better with me than now."
1: You see that? That's God doing, ain't it? God make it so bad for you. makes you so bad that you think that This is where you're getting your food And your money, your food and clothing You're going to come back to him Huh? I don't know if y'all know any relationship like that today Men that step out on their wife When they see that All the roadblocks in their way They they, want to come back To that that wife Uh, That wife want to come back to that what? Husband In other words, she had it better when she was with her husband Amen Huh? Then she did going to our lovers. And that's what God was doing with Israel. Huh? That's what Hosea was saying here. Alright? Read the verse number
0: 8. For, for she did not know that I gave her corn and wine and oil and multiplied her silver and gold which they prepared for them.
1: Can you imagine that? God wants one blessing bless with food and water. But they gave all the credit to who? The sun god, Baal, right? They gave the credit. They used their silver and their gold to build an altar to Baal. Can you imagine that? How many of y'all take your money and give it to the devil? Huh? Y'all hear what I'm saying? We take it and spend it on everything else, but not when it comes to the things of God. You see what God does? This Baal was a Phoenician god. Y'all know how Baal came into the worship of Israel? Ahab and Jezebel. Y'all remember them too? They didn't want to introduce Baal worship to Israel, to the nation of Israel. Praise the Lord. All right, verse number 9 and 10.
0: Therefore will I return and take away my corn in the time thereof and and my wine in the season thereof. And we will cover my wool and my flax, give it to cover her nakedness.
1: You see what God said he's gonna do? The Lord said he's gonna do what? Take it all away. Cut off their supply of food and clothing. Then he's gonna expose Israel, huh? And listen how you gonna expose them. Right before her lovers. Read the next one. And
0: now will I discover her lewdness in the sight of her lovers, and now I shall deliver her out of my hands. You
1: see what God's gonna do? He's going to do it right before her lovers and none of her lovers going to be able to deliver her out of his hands. Huh? These idols can't see, can't speak, cannot hear, and they cannot provide. But yet they gave them credit of providing for them. Y'all see that? Instead of God, they didn't give God honor. Ain't that so contemptible? being so contemptible toward God and we can be like that too in our ways when we don't give God the the glory but take his grace for granted huh praise the Lord that God ought to do this for us huh God ain't ought to do nothing but then again God could have cut Israel off at any time that he wanted to but he didn't because of his great love he pursued her. He put whatever measures in place to turn her. Huh? Praise the Lord. Alright, read the next, next verses here. 11 to 13. See, I'm almost through.
0: I will also cause all of her births to cease. Her feast days, her new moons, and her Sabbath, and all her solemn feasts.
1: You see that? God was the one who gave them those holy days, our holidays, for them to keep. Right? Under the Old Testament, right? God gave it to them. He, he had all those different appointed feasts to honor him, to worship him, to, com- to commemorate their experience in the wilderness. God gave all of that to them. You know what Israel did? They took the worship that God gave them, the peace and stuff, and intermingled it with their false worship. That's sad, isn't it? That's sad. See, God is a counter. God is a jealous God. That's what the Bible said, didn't it? God is a jealous God. How do I look? I mean, how do uh, uh, my, my wife look taking everything I did for her and, and turn it over and, and go and give it to some other men?
0: Yeah.
1: Huh? Y'all see how that that is? I'm just saying that as an example now. I know my wife ain't going to do that. But I'm just saying she don't mind me using it as an example. So I'm going to want you using it as no example. But did you, you, would you believe you got folks living like that? I'm telling you, you got folks living like that. you living like that. But listen, God's not going to have it. He's going to cut you off from it. He's going to do everything in his power to re- bring you back to himself. Because he want to keep his covenant he want to keep his marriage huh he's going to fight for his covenant that 's what he's fighting for he fight for his covenant ain't that something? but we make it hard for God when we break the covenant. Israel made it hard when we break it. See when we break the covenant then we're, 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 then we're guilty. Of the vow that we made. Y'all hear what I'm saying? Don't make a vow and make and break it. Because God not going to hold you guiltless. You got to pay it. Amen. You got to pay the vow. All right. So Israel and Amigo, they are worship with the true living God by worshiping them idols. You know what? They did this, not only in the Old Testament history. Read, read what it says in the book of Acts. Acts talks about it. Acts 7 and 42 and 43. And it talks about how they did worship the idols and, and so forth. And yet God loved them and did this for them and did that form mm-hmm. Book of Acts in the 7th chapter, verse 42 and 43.
0: Then God turned and gave them up to worship the hosts of heaven, as it is written in the book of the prophets. O ye house of Israel, excuse me, that be offered to me slain beasts and sacrifices by the space of 40 years in the wilderness. Yea, he took up the tabernacle of Moloch, and the star of your God, Riffan, figures which he made to worship them. And I will carry you away beyond Babylon.
1: So God brought the punishment, didn't he? Mm -hmm. That's God's chastening Mm -hmm. of the children of Israel. That's what they did, y'all. The intermingled the worship, the true worshipper. That God set for them to worship with, with uh, idols, and that's why they was taken into captivity because of their sin. Huh? That's why He removed them out of their land, right? Because they looked it to Baal instead of the Lord. Huh? They gave credit to Baal instead of the Lord. Huh? Yet God would punish them for abandoning Him. Huh? And serving their, to serve idols. All right. I want to conclude with this scripture here. Finish reading the rest of Hosea, Mark, Hosea uh, two and twelve and thirteen. He was said uh,
0: and I will destroy her her vines and her fig trees, whereof she she have said, these are my rewards that my lovers have given me, and I will make them a forest, and the beasts of the field shall eat them.
1: You see what they're saying. They gave credit to. Israel gave credit to their lovers as though this is their reward. See, Baal spoke to being a fertility God, a God that caused the people to what? Prosper. Y'all see that? And they're giving credit to Baal. It was not Baal, but it was God that did it. Can you imagine these people did that? That's what they did. Alright? Read to 13. 13.
0: And I will visit upon her the days of Balaam, wherein she burned incense to them, and she decked herself with her earrings and her jewels, and she went after her lovers, and forgot me, saith the Lord.
1: So she went back to whoring again. Mm -hmm. Uh, She went back whoring again because of what she could get out of the situation. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? See, God blessed them in spite of who they were and what they were, didn't he? And so when we look at Psalms in the ninth chapter, verse 17, and that's why it's saying, don't be wicked in your ways. And hear what the Lord said. The wicked shall be turned into hell and in all the nations that forget God. Huh? Amen. See, God chose to chasten his people, the nation of Israel. Huh? Why? Because he loves them, right? In spite of their un- unfaithfulness. Huh? See, he knows. That it's going to be through his loving kindness is what's going to draw them back to a right relationship with him. And the same as it is today, son, it's going to be with God's loving kindness, draw people back yeah. to a right relationship with him. Because I'm going to tell you something. Only a holy and loving God can love people who are so unholy and so unlovely. Come to seven. Only a holy God and a loving God can love people who are so unholy and so unlovely toward him. You know when I looked at the book of Psalms in 78 Y'all read that this week Read Psalms in 78 It talks about the nation of Israel Showing how much God loves his people Huh? Uh-huh. Psalm 78 speaks of God's undying love For his people Israel In spite of the many things That they had done toward him But yet you know what? God remained faithful Huh? Toward his people And God will remain faithful toward us. In spite of what we have done. Ain't that's a blessing. And that's a blessing. So we thank God this morning for you. We hope something was said to encourage your heart.
0: Thanks Pastor Strickland for another amazing message. Make sure to join us next week for an all new episode of the Lighthouse Victory Temple Church Podcast. Until then, remember, encounter Jesus. Echo hope and dwell in love.